This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. All right, Bill Kasky and George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Love that. It's Bad thematic. We have thematic opening music today because we were talking about making bold moves in the sales process, and I've had a couple of my clients that I just want to give high fives to. This is Bold Move Day. Bold Move Day, yeah. This yeah. is uh, the Advanced Selling Podcast. We're here every Thursday. You've I've been gone. You've, we've missed you a lot in the last have couple you? weeks. Yeah. No one's called to say they've missed me, but that's okay. <clears throat> I'm sure you've done a great job without me. Well, we've done. We've, we've managed. We've Upgraded. just barely managed. Well, you so. probably think that I was doing client work, don't you? No. Actually, I was doing client work. But you see, the, see my hand? What happened? I uh, For the first time ever, I've been running since 1994. And I run early in the morning, <laughs> and for the first time ever, at 5.45 in the morning, in the middle of Capitol Avenue, just south of, uh, just north of 52nd, I was running up this nice steep hill, and I had I was buckled down, like, like sweating to run up this hill real fast, and stepped on my shoelace, and my face hit the pavement as fast as I could blink. And the only thing I did was just I grinded this stuff out of my hand. Oh, my the God. The funny part about this, so I did this. You know, I've got four kids under the age of six. And they scrape themselves all the time like this. And I always tell them, be tough. It doesn't hurt. Just go home. Just you got to move it, honey. I tell them all that. Well, this hurt like a banshee. And I feel really bad now. I made my uh, daughter ride her bike home with a bleeding knee the other day. Like, it doesn't hurt. You're fine. Well, I take it all back. It was really painful. And you were curled up in a ball in I tears. was crying when yeah. I got home. Away like, from uh, the kids, I And, hope. of course, I had to show all the kids so they'd feel sorry for me. So <laughs> look at Daddy's boo-boo. Okay, so today we're going to talk about bold moves. Uh, yep. Brian, back, and uh, we're on the roll. What, what did we do? Oh, last week we talked about operating philosophy. Go back and listen to those. If, you, uh, if you've if you listened to our podcast for a while and didn't listen to the last two weeks, go back and listen because there's some informative stuff there, I think, that will help you use all the things that we talk about. Yeah, you know what we've gotten a lot of uh, recently, and I really encourage our listeners to do this because I think it's just good karma, is we've had a lot of people refer the podcast to their friends and cohorts. So if you uh, know other people in sales or you in sales groups or marketing groups or networking groups, feel free at any time to forward the uh, link, theadvancedsellingpodcast.com, and let them take a listen. Tell us that you sent them. That'd be yeah, nice. Maybe good. we'll send you something special if you do that. So Good. Okay, bold moves in the sales process. Yep. Here's how this came up. I had uh, two instances where I had clients that I was extremely proud of take really bold moves in the sales process. So I want to talk a little, a little bit about that, talk about uh, how to do it, why to do it, and those sorts of things, and uh, uh, see where we go with some discussion. Good, so good. if the listeners are in a sales process where they think it's time to take a, make a bold move, they have full permission to do it. So should I start with the story? Yeah, first? go to the story first. Okay, so the first, the first one is um, our uh, friends who are client podcast listeners, and I know they'll listen to this, uh, was in a, a prospective client call where – this, uh, this particular company had hired my client to do a small project, and my client knew that there was about five times the amount of work there. So he has a meeting with the vice president who's going to hire him, and then a few of the vice president's people in the room. And he starts talking about this particular, this, all this data that, that this uh, company's salespeople have to come back and do something with manually and all this stuff. And he says to the VP, I think it is ludicrous that your salespeople have to go through all this stuff to do. And they called it the L word. Ludicrous. Okay, so this is the sales pr company 
telling the prospect this. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it would be right. like if you were my prospect and I said, Bill, I think it's ludicrous that your salespeople don't get coaching on a regular basis. Okay, perfect. perfect. Bold, bold thing to say. All right. Because what's what's likely, who's likely decided that the salespeople have to do this? <clears throat> the guy that the guy I'm talking that, yeah. to. Yeah. And what was interesting, when they left the meeting, and that's why I played bad to the bone because this client of ours, his name is David, he liked this. We played bad to the bone because it's it, – uh, when you meet the guy, he's a really, really nice guy. And so this, this is a really, really good thing for him to do, I think. Biggest learning, when he said that, he, he did what I would call the Simon Cowell move, where he said what everyone else was thinking yeah. in the room. Because some of the people that were this uh, prospects, the cohorts, the people that report to the VP were there, said, uh, hey, good job. Thanks for saying that. We've been wanting to say that forever. Mm-hmm. And he, then being the nice guy that he is, you know, sort of apologized later on to the VP for being a little bit too bold, didn't want, didn't want to offend him or anything. And the guy said, nope, you, you were bold, but it was good. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, good. Um, paraphrasing that story, but th- that, that to me is the, it's being able, being free to take what seems like a risk and say yeah. what is on your mind and be okay with it. Yeah. And this goes back to when you think about training, we say, okay, well, what gave this guy, David, the ability to do this and others not? And here are a couple of uh, tips, I think. The first, we always start with the inner game is, uh, David has, has uh, they have a lot of business right now coming in, which makes the abundant mentality and the detachment thing really, really. It makes it easier and at a higher level. And so, when you're in these particular situations, as your business is growing and things are good, you can really, really endorse this whole abundance detachment philosophy. And then, if you take a bold move and the guy kicks you out of his office, so he kicks you out of his office. Yeah. So you go on to somebody else's yeah. office, yeah. and you can always go back and apologize or say, hey, yeah. "Yes, overstep my balance. Can we start over?" Always an option. So that, that was, I think, number one. Uh, the second thing, and we, inner game wise, we talk about this a, a little bit in uh, training, is uh, if you feel it, say it. If you feel it, say it. And that to me is what David did here is a lot of people were feeling the way he was feeling, and he was the one that stepped out and said it. And so that's a great rule to live by when you're talking about these bold moves is if you feel it, say it. And I also believe that uh, you have to be operating from a platform not of – of wanting to get a piece of someone's, you know what, uh, it wasn't a defensive mechanism. It sounds like he was really wanting to help the customer solve the problem. Absolutely. And so, if you operate from that platform as a problem finder and solver, yeah. I think it becomes much easier to say. Versus, he just got pissed off enough that he finally just decided to let loose with it. That wasn't it at all. No, not uh, at all. It came from his heart. And second thing is, I think that some of us have a tendency. Some of us have some natural tendencies there, and others don't. Some of us are bold naturally. Some of us, we've had to learn it. I've had to learn it. I'm yep. not a bold person. Yep. So something like this I could do, but it would, it would, I would have to reframe the entire sales cycle and process in order to do it, yep. which can be done. Yeah, and sometimes I think people confuse boldness with either aggressiveness or you know, directness, arrogance, yelling. Directness, arrogance. Yeah. yeah, and it really doesn't have to be that way. To me, it's more about saying very specifically what's on your mind and cutting direct to the root of a, a, right. a specific right. situation. Um, that's and that's another thing. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people struggle because I'm like you. I'm not real naturally confrontative situations I don't particularly like. And so it takes some, you know, some work on my part to get to the ability to say something like that. And I think what's over time, the learning part for me has been just get to the root of the matter. It doesn't have to be in a sort of abrasive fashion. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's, uh, here's something I heard today in a yeah. training, and yeah. let's see how we can apply this. Okay. Uh, 
got a client who gets the price question. They've done a great job with marketing, yep. and they're starting to get calls now. And the call is, hey, I saw your thing on the website or I saw your ad in the paper. What's the price on this item? Yep. And, of course, my client has been taught by me, never give price up front because yep. you, you don't know what you're quoting. It could be different configurations, different quantities, blah, blah, blah. But what happens is a lot of times these people are adamant. They say, what is the price? Yeah. What's the price of this thing? You know what? I don't have time to go through all that. What's the price? How would you use the bold move, bad to the bone bold move, yeah. to no, 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 no. Um, give her advice? What advice would we give? Because the advice I gave her was probably not bold move advice. Uh, well, you never know. Yeah, when it comes like that, when I get this question a lot, I, I go to the economics you know, section of our sales process and say, okay, if you're getting pressed on something – I feel like some people have to have a response. Otherwise, yeah. it appears you're avoiding That's right. a situation, That's right. which makes people more irritable, I believe. And so I would, on the bold move front, we do two checks with people. We say, number one, let's do a reasonableness test, as we'll say. So reasonable means if uh, if your income is 100000 bucks a year and you walk into this house that is just perfect, it's your dream home, and it's $1.6 million, it's unreasonable. Right. So I would start at that place to say, well, Without going into a ton of detail, but to give us an anchor point, our solution is likely going to start somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars. Let it hang. We call that let it hang. Yeah, and they're going to react to it. Uh, if it's oh my god, I just had a client who went through this where they gave the price and the guy's like, oh, you guys <laughs> missed the boat. This is this should not be that hard. Da da da. And then then it goes down to okay, we are either just so far off base on what you think this is, and what we think it is, that there's no reason to continue right. forward. Or there's a place where we can find some common understanding. You understand how we operate. We understand how you operate and get closer. The boldness to me is put, just put it on the table yeah. and just talk about it. And whatever's going to – if it comes to the place where it's just a, you know, they can't get overpriced, then fine. Well, I was just thinking about the advice I gave her, which was similar to that, and that is if someone's pressing you, you can't sound evasive because they'll no. – so you have to give them the price. You know yeah. what? You could give them a range. It's between $7 and $19. You can give them crazy ranges, but you have to give them something. Yep. But then the bold move might be to come back and say, you know, for some people, that price is too much. For some people, it's very comfortable. So let's talk about where you are on that. Yeah. But do not defend the price. The Don't boldness defend. the boldness yeah. there is in not being defensive of price. Yes, very good. Very, very good. Instead of boldness being to de- be defensive, that's right. not boldness. Very that's good. just wimpy when you're defending your yes. price. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The boldness is to be okay that a lot of people can't afford you. Right. That's bold. And, and not not to not to take that, that to a cocky level. To the so word bold, it does, really. doesn't it? It's, it's like reverse bold. Because bold would reverse bold. Reverse bad bold. the reverse bone. I I, uh, I sold bold when I was at Procter and Gamble. <laughs> sold a lot of it. Highest, Were you bold, highest producing units of one of the smallest brands on the face of the earth. <laughs> How's that for you? Bold that's detergent. Good. That's good bold. stuff. So, all right. Well, that's good. That's um, email us your questions if you have any listener at Advanced Selling Podcast, and uh, let us know how you you can use this and how you use bold in your process. Yeah. Should we do uh, George Thorogood in the outro? Let's do. Cheers. We'll, we'll take you a little. Kathy, George. put a little George on to take us out of this. Bye. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast, presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes.